Hello and welcome to Friday Lines. I'm your host, Luke O'Brien, a.k.a. OB. Friday Lines is always brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped, all your essential items for life. Uh, joining me, as always, is uh, MG for all things AFL. Welcome, MG. Thanks, OB. How you going? Good, thank you, mate. And the doyen of Rugby League and Irish Open betting, Top Rope, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, welcome, Top Rope. What an absolute pleasure to be here with you, OB, and you too, MG. Uh, MG, uh, AFL, uh, Tom Stewart, uh, four weeks, probably seems about right for him, I think. Yeah, went past the ball, um, you know, no, uh, he's handled it really well. Um, so, uh, look, I think four weeks is about right. Uh, the umps, a uh, little bit of an inconsistent week on your part. I think they've had a pretty good week. Um, the only thing that sort of didn't uh, didn't go to plan was probably when Presti got knocked out, stopping the play, just that feel for the game. A uh, bit of a rule adjustment this week as well with the protected area. Um, you know, round 15 makes it even harder for the umpires now and another rule to sort of uh, to bring in. And then uh, the arc last night coming uh, coming to Brisbane's defence again. So, um uh, a bit of an interesting week for the umpires and uh, and the AFL. Yeah, we're a bit more well, we're a bit more relaxed on the bunkers. Uh, we'll call it misjudgment last night, but I tell you it's what, the it's it's the arc. Let's not get Sorry, uh, too arc. confused Sorry, with the bunker. I, I, I listened to top rope too much with the bunker, but to tell you what, my man top rope up there cheering home the over total. We scraped in by half a point last night. Uh, he's seen the replay of the decision in the goal square, and I tell you what, he'd be a lot different mood this morning if. Uh, Riley West had not kicked the goal on the siren to uh, put the total over by half a point. So you got a calmer top rope and a calmer MG as a result. But uh, yeah, that de- that decision last night. Um, not sure what angle to overrule the umpire. You know, they, they said it's got to be conclusive and stuff like that. It was a double kick. Um, and yeah, it was lucky Brisbane. I think were a long way in front and didn't uh, have any impact on the game. But anyway. It's uh, part of the game, as we know, OB, and hopefully they learn from it and move on. And uh, I couldn't believe last night how many people were picking the Bulldogs, jumping off the, the back of the Brisbane Lions after one really poor half against Melbourne, and we we, we won't um, uh, we won't overlook that half against Melbourne at the MCG. But uh, up there, they're an t- entirely different side, um, and they looked like they were um, they're back to a little bit of their a little bit of their best. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, they had to make a decision. Uh, sorry, a, uh, they had to come back and after the Melbourne one, um, going back home. Now they're seven and zero OB moving forward, and that that was the key stat last night. I think going into it that they um, they control their home ground very well, and um, you know the Bull- Bulldogs played well in patches. They're just too one dimensional going forward with Norton, um, so they're very predictable going through. I thought he played okay, but just no support. So I know Bruce is on the way back. Uh, he said that earlier this morning, but uh, yeah, I think the Bulldogs. Going to be difficult for them with their run home uh, to make the eight, and I think they're they're probably going to finish in that ninth or tenth spot. They're just that cog off this year. And just watch out for Sam Darcy, uh, Luke Darcy's son. Very, very, very good footballer. Uh, I think they've got to try and blood some games into him sooner rather than later. So uh, just keep an eye out for him. But it was a great night on the remote control last night. Uh, you had uh, AFL. NRL, you had women's cricket that was uh, taking over from the Irish Open. Uh, you had the Australian cricketers just going berserk in Gaul. Uh, and then not to mention Wimbledon. As we have a quick look at the Wimbledon markets, um, you know, Djokovic, $1.50, uh, Nadal at $7. Um, I'll, I'll call him Alcatraz uh, at 16 And then Nick Kyrgios, fourth favourite at $16. He, he's a big chance, MG. Uh, I don't know where to start with you, OB, seriously. You have, you have too much coffee for breakfast in the morning. Uh, if that's your cheer for the next week and a half, uh, well, A, it won't last long, so don't worry about that. But uh, yeah, it's thin on the ground with um, 
with depth, I guess. Uh, Djokovic, you know, I'm not sure why the bookies put him up at about $1.85 at the start of the week. Uh, I'd go the other way and try and keep him as short as possible. But anyway, that's what they do with uh, most of these things. And he's into $1.50 now. He's probably only got Nadal to get through for mine. And uh, if you're if you're cheering or backing Kyrgios at $16, then you have got too much money. And we look at the Wimbledon women's market. Uh, Schwiatek, uh, 265, dropped a set last night. First time in a while she's dropped a set. Uh, Good luck pronouncing the next name. Jabir. Uh, uh, then Simona Halep, uh, Coco Goff, and uh, Ostapenko, uh, and uh, Petra Kvitova uh, there. So. <laughs> lucky, you're not, lucky you're not commentating the tennis, OB. That was uh, pretty ordinary. I tell you what, we used, to, we used to pick on Scoot reading out some of these names top row. <laughs> OB's made a hatchet job of this one as well. He needs Barty to come back in. But, uh, yes, yeah, Swiatek at the stop. Um, I know she dropped a set last night, but, uh, yeah, the qualifier was playing okay, and uh, she was able to get through. And, again, it's just a bit thin on the ground. We've lost a few more seeds over night um and as you can see there's not too much behind swiatek so if she just handles the grass gets through the early round she'll be uh she'll be tough to beat hullop's probably the one um at this stage she's been a bit underdone but she's probably the most experienced and obviously and, a major uh, petra kidova uh, loves grass uh, as well very good uh, left-handed serve the sliding serve out wide so um she's another one anyone got your money there top rope at wimbledon this year uh got a few of the old uh, out wides not really a tennis guy um not really a tennis guy myself, but I've got uh, um, uh, Fritz and Cressy to make the, the final in the men's and the women's. I'm on uh, uh, Kvitova and uh, Shui Zhang. Shui Zhang at big prices. Um, also, Claire, but uh, yeah, not a big fan of taking odds on or close to uh, in the final. And to be fair to you, OB, there aren't many. Um, there aren't many tougher gigs this side of uh, pronouncing Olympic than women's champion. I probably should have looked at the run sheet a little bit beforehand. <laughs> got, got a bit of practice in. Anyway, uh, and also uh, Sunday night, uh, women's netball grand final um, over there in Perth. Uh, the West Coast Fever, $1.42. The Melbourne Vixens, two ninety. The Lion, minus 4.5. Over under 132.5. You can find those odds at topsport.com.au. One of the greatest moves of all time by Netball Australia, selling the grand final rights to Perth. And then the West Coast Fever qualify uh, to host the grand final and they still get the cash. So um, Perth is favourite to win their first grand final in 25 years. Uh, they've never won a title. First-year coach, uh, Dan Ryan, who's an excellent coach, um, yeah, he uh, he's done wonders for that uh, that franchise, I suppose you can uh, you can call them. Um, so it'll be an excellent game on Sunday night. Uh, a bit of more women's sport as well during the week, the AFLW draft, uh, Montana Ham, uh, pick one going to Sydney. Um, a little bit of insider, a bit, a bit of draft tampering, you could say, by Sydney to convince her to go up there. Um, but no, she's a fantastic player. And pick two, uh, Damien Fleming's daughter, uh, Jasmine Fleming, uh, going to the Hawks, 165 centimetre mid also from Vic Metro. So uh, a good uh, good week for uh, for women's sport there. But top rope last night, I sort of only watched the last eight and a half minutes of uh, Manly versus the Storm and I could have dead set thought that it was a bit of touch football out there. Uh, I turned it on, it was 36 to 12, and then uh, by the time it finished, it was 36 to 30, and a few uh, few Sea Eagles' hearts were fluttering at uh, at Brookvale. Yeah, they wouldn't have felt good about it, OB, after their uh, 
They allowed three tries in seven minutes to uh, the, cow- the the Cowboys in their last game to get run down after having a big lead as well. So uh, a bit of a worry. Uh, I have no doubt at all that uh, the Storm would have won that game had they have not started uh, Jaden Nicarima for the first game in his first game in uh, 2,000 days. It'll be another 2,000 days before he gets considered again, you would have thought, after that. Um, but uh, uh, Pleasure on Twitter wanted to tell me what a good news story it was. They obviously didn't have any cash on the Storm, so... Uh, it was, um, yeah, a pretty diabolical uh, uh, kind of first 50 minutes, 60 minutes for the storm. But um, Pap got firing, Nicarima went off, and Mini went to the house, and uh, they looked much better at the end. But uh, yeah, like big win for Manly down the fringe eight, a win they need to have. So, uh, yeah, they're off the map as well, Manly. So, it was a, a probably a good result for uh, more punters than not. At Fox Sports 503, the women's cricket was on. Mariana Cap was just going berserk. Uh, but then next minute, he wanted the Irish Open on, and bang, there it is. Uh, any uh, any luck in the Irish Open overnight for you, Top Rope? Well, first of all, uh, I don't make unreasonable demands. When they say the Irish Open's good to be on at 10, I expect the Irish Open to be on at 10. And all of a sudden, I'm, I'm, I turn it on, and there's some plonker hitting some other plonker between two plonker countries no one cares about. Let's get to the... Uh, uh, let's get to the real stuff. Let's get to the Irish Open. And, uh, um, yeah, a bit of luck there last night, uh, OB. Had uh, had Ryan Fox, the most informed golfer in the world, 33-1 uh, to 1 first round leader at uh, Mount Juliet and uh, shot a very early uh, minus eight and uh, couldn't run him down. So, uh, well done, Topper. And uh, the LIV in Portland this week as well, the 54-hole uh, championship over there. Any uh, Anything doing from your part? Uh, watching live now couldn't be uh, couldn't be better uh, time for um, for the Australian uh, watching West Coast uh, six fifteen start in the morning. We've got a three way lead at the moment: Dustin Johnson, uh, Tanahara, and Grace all on four under. So um, with four holes to play, so uh, very interesting, very long course. Uh, they've done a very good job with the production this time. So uh, certainly a bit more compelling than the PGA Tour's uh, John Deere Open. Sorry, John Deere Classic this week. So. Um, looking good. And now we get straight into an MG. It's time for Friday Lions brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. And it's an absolute cracker to kick off uh, the round tonight. It's Carlton versus St Kilda, 7.50 at Marvel. Uh, the Blues are dollar sixty-two. The Saints two thirty-five. The line minus seven and a half over under one sixty-two point five. Uh, the Saints have rung the changes. A little bit of off-field unrest. A little bit of you know Clarkson hovering in the background over Ratton. If the Saints can do anything, I reckon tonight's the night. I, I, I think these odds are too far uh, too far in Carlton's favour. I'm giving I'm giving the Saints a hope here. You love it. You love a team in turmoil to turn it around, OB. I've noticed that for you this year. Um, yeah, well, the Ryder and Hill, they were dropped last week for uh, whether they were causing an incident or involved in one, but uh, it just shows in Kilda that their reliance on or the, the combination they need between Marshall and Ryder uh, going up against the top eight sides is too much for them if they don't have both. So they get Ryder back in to join Marshall and Hill back. Uh, Carlton get Chera. So both teams are pretty much full pelt on the uh, on the depth charts. Um, just different form lines for me here. Carlton have won six out of the last eight, going very well. St Kilda now lost three in a row. Um, yeah, we saw this with Melbourne a couple of weeks ago, or a month ago when they lost three in a row and were able to pick themselves up. So yeah, this is a big test for St Kilda, uh, and more or less their seasons. This is it. If they lose tonight, I think they uh, they miss the finals. Um, 
There is money for St Kilda. The line open at minus nine down to seven and a half. I'm just sitting and waiting at the moment. I like, I like Carlton here. I just think uh, packed house. Top rope will be happy to see. I know OB, they're ringing you for tickets and uh, you can't get any more people into the dome tonight. So top rope will be watching uh, a very excited crowd. But yeah, I think the blue army is up and about. And um, yeah, I'm happy to take St Kilda, uh, sorry, Carlton at the minus seven and a half. And I'm uh, also keen on the under. St Kilda, only way to win this game is they need to shut it down. 164 and a half down to 162 and a half. I think there's still some meat on the bone there. So Carlton and under. Beautiful. And uh, another great game tonight in the NRL, uh, the, the 7.55 game at Penrith Stadium. It's Penrith $1.14 against the City Roosters, $6. The line minus 16, over under 40 flat. Um, looks a looks a reasonable game on paper uh, with the with the names out there, but it's first first ninth. Uh, Penrith uh, absolutely on fire, and the Roosters just sort of um, sputter spluttering along. Um, what's what's doing in this one, Top Rope? Yeah, uh, probably shows you kind of the gap Penrith and, and Roosters and the Storm have put on the rest of the competition here. Uh, Roosters kind of were at top full bit early in the season, you know, just fringe out. They haven't really been living up to it. Uh, the back line's in a bit of strife with uh, Luke Keery out with a concussion again. Uh, hard look past Penrith here. They've covered 23 of 33 at home, covered 11 of 14 when a double-digit favourite at home. Roosters covered just 5 of 15 as an underdog. Yeah, Penrith really lift for these ones. They've scored 29 or more in three of the last four against the Roosters. Yeah, minus has gone from 14.5 to 16. If it'll go a bit even bigger by, by kickoff. So I'll be back in the Panthers uh, minus in this one. I think they'll probably do a number on the Roosters. So biggest concern has probably been some defensive deficiencies and um, that's really shown on their kind of left edge defence. So I'll be looking at, uh, you know, the Liam Martin, Stephen Crichton, uh, Brian to, oh, to uh, score some tries tonight. As we look at the second match for AFL punters out there, it's Gold Coast against Collingwood, 7.25 on Saturday night. Uh, Gold Coast at $1.74, Collingwood 2.14, the line minus 5.5, over under 139.5. This could break the uh, Metricon AFL attendance record. There's 20,000 tickets already pre-sold for this blockbuster uh, on the Gold Coast. Um, Collingwood fans travel everywhere, um, and this, this looks a beauty on paper. Uh, no how for the pies, but to go back in, um, this yeah, this looks a ripper. Yeah, I like this contest. Uh, you're right. Another big crowd. Top rope will be happy to hear that. The AFL up and about, getting the crowds back to the footy. Um, I actually like Collingwood in this game. Um, all the money's been for Gold Coast. Uh, open one and a half, uh, and now it's to five and a half. So very strong push for the home team here, Gold Coast. Um, both in good form. Gold Coast have won five out of the last seven. Collingwood have won five straight. So can't pot either side. I just like Collingwood's form line. Within those five wins, they've beaten Frio, Carlton and Melbourne, um, top four sides. So I think they're, they're going as good as any other team. I know they lose how they get back to go, as you said. Uh, generally travel well, Collingwood. And as you said, it, it'll feel just as much as a home game for Collingwood. Um, I'm happy to take Collingwood the plus five and a half. The weather's the interesting one here. Uh, forecast is not good. Um, bookies open 150 and a half. It's moved 11 points to the under down to 139 and a half. So, um, would have thought this would have been a scoring game, but with the weather, um, I think it'll suit Collingwood. They they don't mind the wet. Uh, they're set up well to do it with their their smaller forward lines. Elliot and that play well. Myacek plays well in the wet as well. So pretty keen on Collingwood. I know I'm against the market here, but plus five and a half and uh, looking to play the margins, one to 24, one to 39 as well. 
in a big battle of the remote control. Uh, Saturday night, South versus Parramatta. 7.35 is the start time there. The Rabbitohs, 2.45. The Parramatta Reels, $1.57. The line, 4.5. Over under, 41.5. Uh, top rope, uh, 7th verse 6 on the ladder. Uh, Parramatta started the year like a house on fire, and the Rabbitohs just sort of probably haven't got anything going yet, but the big trails back at, uh, at fullback. Um, which way do you see this one going? Battle of the remote control. This is like Hulk Hogan against the Brooklyn Brawler. If this is a battle of the remote control, please. Only one way, only one thing to watch on Saturday night, and this is uh, South and Para. Uh, big Latrell, like you said, on the return. Absolutely love the bunnies in this one. Close to the bed of the week. Uh, getting the uh, plus four and a half here. Uh, they've got a great record against Para. They've scored 38 plus in the last four, four wins. All have been by 14 or more. Covered 10 or 14 at uh, Acor. Eels covered just 4 or 12 as a favourite. A bit of a trail. He's the, the tide that uh, lifts all boats. I uh, expect a much better performance out of Cody Walker. And, uh, absolutely, uh, really expecting the trail to be fit and firing from the get go. So, uh, love your bunnies this week, OB. Oh, that's music to my ears. Music to my ears. It's great to see Trell back. Um, just on a side note, is, is Trell a, a chance for Origin 3? Big chance. I, I have no idea how they do not pick him if he gets through tonight's game. Um, yeah, it, trying to read Brad Fittler's mind is uh, a dangerous, dangerous game, but it has to be if he's available. As we look at the Sunday match, uh, teams still aren't finalised, but GWS Giants, $1.49, Hawthorne, $2.70, up there at uh, a course or giant stadium. This one is uh, the line minus 11.5 over under 141.5. Uh, Wingard still hasn't come up for the Hawks, uh, but uh, Will Day and Jack Gunston are both back in. A little bit of weather around on Sunday. Uh, Mitch Lewis was in great form last week, and Toby Green, you can't uh, ever discount him. This um, this probably could be a bit closer than, uh, than, than a few think. I thought you were off your Hawks, OB. I'm back. Are you sure? All right. Um, yeah, surprise, surprise. More rain in, in New South Wales, we'll call it, and Sydney if they don't want to count this. Absolute bucketing down, apparently. Um, so, yeah, the weather watch on this game, uh, the bookies put up 153.5, far too high. It's dropped 12 points at this stage down to 141.5. Um, could continue to see falls in that game. Um, if the weather holds true, there's plenty of rain around. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually keen on the Giants here. Um you know, I know the form line for both sides doesn't read well. Uh, they're both uh, four and ten on the season, so on paper it doesn't look a great game to get involved in. I just think GWS are going slightly better uh, in, in their last couple of losses, playing against the Bulldogs and Collingwood, where I just think Hawthorne have lost eight of their last nine. I just think the tower's not thrown in, but I just think they're struggling. They kind of come out, put an effort in for a quarter, quarter and a half, and then they just seem to be disinterested or out of gas, one of the two. So uh, pretty keen on the Giants here, minus 11.5. The market's dead set solid, so there's been no real movement uh, in this game other than the total. Um, wet weather's a bit of a worry. I think the Hawks generally play better in the wet, so that does bring them in. But, yeah, um, minus 11.5 the Giants for me. And the Sunday game, St. George, Illawarra versus the Canberra Raiders at Wynn Stadium. Uh, St. George... Two fifteen. The Canberra Raiders a dollar seventy. The line two even, and the over under thirty eight flat. Uh, eighth versus eleventh. Um, both teams on seven wins. Um, oh, you could you could flip a coin in this one, top right? Yeah, not going to have a recommended bet in this game just because this line is very much being price have been very much dictated by the availability of Dragons half pen hunt. 
who is in some doubt. Uh, Dragons have been big drifters. They've gone from slight favourites to uh, to plus two, so it suggests he's probably not going to play. Uh, look, if he shows up, I like the Dragons here. They've covered six or seven in the day, six or seven in the gong, 10 or 14 when two holes or shorter. But look, it seems like they're drifting, so going to let this one go at the moment. Uh, that was after a bit of Rick Flair, though. I will be backing uh, Hudson Young to uh, score a try around the like $4.80 mark. He's got a great try scoring record for an edge back row. Comes off the winning try against the Knights. There's a good matchup for him on that left edge. So uh, we'll be looking for him to score at $4.80. And I read a stat during the week that Tarek Sims has not passed the ball this year. Amazing. Amazing. So, um, look, Craig Bellamy is renowned for uh, uh, running a very simple game plan. It seems like a very simple game plan is exactly what Tariq Sims can do, put it under the arm and run. So, uh, look, to anyone who's seen Tariq Sims' as, uh, a game, I'm going to call that a positive result. We've only passed the ball a times. <laughs> oh. uh, so we'll run through the final five games of the AFL. Uh, we'll start with uh, the early game on Saturday, Essendon 3-10 against the Sydney Swans, thirty-eight. The line 15.5 over under, over under 170.5. Luke Parker's 250th. Uh, I think he might have a little target on his back in this one. Yeah, the the money's all for Essendon in this game. Um, I'm not sure where it's coming from. The line opened 20 and a half down. It's moved five points down to 15 and a half to Essendon. So the game being at the MCG, um, I, I couldn't entertain Essendon at this stage. I just think they're completely shot. Lost eight of their last 10 coming off uh, a loss to West Coast last week. Um, you know, I, I just think they're pretty much done, Essendon. They'll be looking forward to 2023. Um, Sydney, too much on the line here. They can't afford to drop these games uh, if they're going to play finals. So I think uh, Sydney just probably wait until game time. I think seems if the betting trend's going down to get the best price, Sydney. But yeah, Sydney here for me. Adelaide versus Melbourne at the Adelaide Oval. Luke Jackson in some doubt with a, a knee injury there. Uh, the Crows, $5. The Demons, $1.18. The line is 30 and a half over under 161.5. Looks all one way traffic. Yeah, well, the betting's uh, been for Adelaide actually here again. The outsider, 35 line open down to 30 and a half, playing at home. Um, they did put some offense up last week, but they they were playing the Kangaroos, who are not, not the best side going around, uh, stepping up against Melbourne. I just think they'll struggle to offense um, against a Melbourne defense. And uh, 30's getting, getting probably to value, but again, you can wait late to bet in this game. I think if you like Melbourne, if you like Adelaide, you'd probably uh, you either miss the boat or you need to get on now. Speaking of one-way traffic, Geelong versus North Melbourne. The Cats, a dollar oh one. A little bit of a, a multi-topper that one. Uh, North Melbourne, twenty-three dollars. The line, sixty-six and a half. The over/under, one fifty-nine point five. Anything doing? Yeah, this is a bit of top rope special wheelhouse here for a bit of Ric Flair on a 60 to 66 and a half line. This has got 100 points written all over it. Good weather down at Geelong. I know it's at night, but uh, yeah, the top rope loves backing against the Kangaroos. He just thinks it's a fill-up, a bit like back in the storm double against the Kangaroos. So yeah, Geelong can put any kind of score on here. What mood they're in um, will dictate how big this margin is. Uh, Richmond versus West Coast is the early Sunday game at the MCG. The Tigers $1.09, West Coast seven seventy five. the line minus 42.5, over under 172.5. No Josh Kennedy for the Eagles. He's been managed after kicking five goals. Uh, looks one-way traffic again. I'd want to be managed if I was Kennedy playing against Richmond coming over at the MCG as well. Uh, good little holiday to stay over there for him. Uh, 
Yeah, surprised he uh, actually couldn't get the tip out quick enough on Richmond when they posted 30 and a half. Uh, way too cheap. I, I just don't know how they, they kind of came at that number at the MCG. Uh, I know West Coast got a win over Essendon last week at home, but uh, yeah, this this line's moved from 30 and a half to 42 and a half. It's one way. Uh, it, it's not turning around either. So wouldn't surprise me if it got up to around 45 by game time. And uh, again, a bit like the Geelong game, what mood Richmond are in, um, they could put up a big number here. And the final game for round 16 looks a beauty. Uh, Fremantle, $1.46, Port Adelaide, two seventy five. The line, minus 13.5, over under 152.5. Um, some good ins in that game. Uh, that, that, that looks a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, agree here. Um, again, the, the bookies put up plus 20.5 on Port Adelaide at the start of the week. Uh, look very attractive to me in what I think is going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, so this is my... Probably one of my most active games for the week, actually, here, OB. I really like the plus. We sent that out early as well. It's uh, 20 and a half down to 13 and a half. So we've got our chips in at a good price, I think. Uh, and also the under total, 161 and a half, was uh, too high for me. I thought it should have been way closer to about $1.50. It's down to uh, 152 and a half at the moment. And I think it's tracking one way. So I think this will be close, contested game of football. I don't think points will be at a premium. So, yeah, happy to be on the plus and the under in this game. As we look to uh, the rest of the NRL round 16 action, uh, Knights and the Titans are the early one tonight. Uh, the Knights are $1.84, the Titans $2, the line minus 1.5, over under 39.5. Both teams desperate for a win here, uh, Top Rope. Yeah, absolutely. Low, low, low game. One for the Desperado, <laughs> so obviously it's um, Yeah, look, it's surprising the AFL didn't put one against this one. Some people might have watched. Would have been nice for them. Uh no Callum Ponga for the Knights. I've got no idea how they're favourites in this one. I know the Titans are running last. They've got a much, much better team. Um, they've won 7 of 11 against the Knights. Uh, you can't have a lot of confidence in Gold Coast, but I'll, I'll, I'll be backing them at, uh, as a small one. And the Bulldogs and the Sharks is the next one we'll look at. Uh, the Bulldogs, three ten. The Sharks, $1.38. The line, um, 8.5 over under 40 and a half. Uh, anything to take your fancy there? Yeah, big, big story out of this one. Uh, taking my five-year-old to his first Bulldogs game. So hoping to get a win. Uh, he's very, very excited. So um, we're going to pick. I think the Dogs are a chance. I'd, I'd, I'd be leaning towards a plus eight and a half, particularly with the weather. Uh, first initial thoughts were this has overwritten all over it under the new Bulldogs uh, side that averaged 26.4 under Mick Potter, but unfortunately Potter has COVID uh, and it looks like there's going to be a fair bit of weather around. It's probably just laying off that at the, the moment and we'll just take the uh, Dogs plus eight and a half, but they, I reckon they can win and I reckon there's a bit of Rick Flair in the 13 plus here too. So uh, Dogs big chance, Sharks paddling at the moment. And uh, Adam Reynolds is back for the Broncos as they take on the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys at $1.48, Brisbane $2.70, the line minus 6.5, over under 40 and a half. Um, I think the Broncos look pretty good value there, top rope. Yeah, I've heard the term sellout uh, a few times when we're talking about the AFL. Just would like to note this one's also a sellout and been sold out for a few oh, weeks. It's a miracle. Cowboys and Broncos, uh, yeah, with you, OB, I think the Broncos are great value. They've covered eight straight, four straight road games, covered 11 of 13 as an underdog. Um, I'll be backing them with a six and a half. I think they can win this one off the stick. And the Warriors return to Mount Star Smart Stadium against the West Tigers. The Warriors $1.45, West Tigers two seventy seven. dollars uh, The line minus five and a half, over under 42.5. Great to see the Warriors uh, back at home, uh, top rope. 
they're back at home and what do you know another sellout here at BMG. So uh two on the trot there. So uh big week in the NRL crowds. Uh there is there is no bigger trap game. I can't think of a bigger trap game in the history of the NRL than the Warriors this week. Holy moly, how they're this short. I will never understand that. This short, the emotion's going to carry them. Uh, the Tigers are rubbish. It's all the Warriors. Uh, they've covered just one of five as a favourite and one the converted try. Two of them as a favourite. Uh, four of 19 after continuing 20 plus. I will be all over the Tigers in this one. Uh, you're taking them on trust, but uh, I'm happy to take them on trust about the 260 and let the Warriors go at the uh, short price. Absolutely ridiculous betting this one. And a reminder, punters can locate the GGOA for $20 a week in the LittleBirdie.live shop for all your NRL betting action. And the AFL Stings also located in the LittleBirdie.live shop for $22 a week also. Top Rope, uh, have a great weekend. I uh, hope your young fella enjoys the Bulldogs game for the first time. Plenty of sport on the box. Um, yeah, looking forward to catching up with you again next week. Yeah, cannot wait. I'll be uh, one of the uh, highlights of the week doing uh, Friday lines. No doubt about that. Good luck on the weekend. Though, and uh, to MG, great to see you again live in the studio. Uh, thank you for your uh, your betting action for this week. Any uh, any special uh, specials on the weekend? No, I think we've I think we've tipped a few. It looks like high betting uh, week for the AFL. So um, yeah, check check out the stings, and uh, we'll have a few more plays over the weekend. That's a wrap for this week's Friday Lines. Thanks to MG and Top Rope. You can follow us on YouTube, find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. I'll be back next Friday. Don't forget to join Nikki on Monday for the first look with all the weekend's action in review. Punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend, punters.